there's an epidemic going around. Perhaps you heard of it. It's called Bing Bong. That's right, this week Isaac and Reed are talking about the New York Knicks, their fans, and their history. Listen to the podcast. Happy Halloween. I don't celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Um, I don't celebrate because I hate candy. Wow. Uh, Why don't you say that? Why? I don't want to do any like gotcha journalism, but you and I used to host a candy podcast together. Yeah, well, that was strictly professional, and that was strictly um, strictly ballroom. That was strictly uh, so that we can get people to bring us candy. That that was mostly a scheme just to to get something you don't like. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it was for you. I did it for you actually. Oh, thank you. It's very <laughs> it's nice. Like, of I, you. I know you like candy. Uh, today's Halloween. We're recording this on Halloween. Um, what do you think James Harden does for Halloween? Do you think he dresses up? Uh, no, I don't think James Harden dresses up. Okay, what about um Carl Anthony Towns? I think Carl Anthony Towns. I think Carl Anthony Towns dresses up, and I, I, I don't know if I'm making this up or not, but I feel like he's dressed up as like Willy Wonka before. I feel like he's like I could see him as like Michael Myers, mm-hmm. like with the jumpsuit mm-hmm. and the mask and like a knife. Have you seen this photo of Robin Lopez as Batman? <laughs> no. Uh, there's a lot of like NBA players that I've seen that have dressed up as the Joker, like uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. That sounds right. Which is uh, always like a very funny like uh, just like image of like these like guys who are like in this Joker makeup and they're all like they're all like a little bit like sexier because they're like athletes still, <laughs> so they like they like have like an open like like trench coat jacket thing and they just look like like a cooler version. Oh no! Oh no! I think. Bradley Beal might have dressed up as like Jared Leto's Joker. Weird, weird choice. Which I guess they're all looking. They, at they make they make them all look sexy. <laughs> His wife is the penguin. Yes, that's so good. Both of them. The penguin the costume, pe- especially the penguin costume. If you're listening to this, obviously you are. Check out uh, just tweet. Just go on Twitter and look up the Robin Lopez Batman costume because. Uh, his wife is is really given like the best performance I've seen since it's the uh, Danny, DeVito. Danny DeVito's yeah penguin. It's <laughs> incredible, like very like dirty and gross looking. Yeah, and then Robin Lopez looks. Um, I mean, he's like seven feet tall, and he has like the full. He could be Batman when uh, when uh, Robert Pattinson's done. Put Robin Lopez in there. <laughs> Who else we got? Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook definitely dresses up. You think so? Yeah. As what? Russell, Russell Westbrook dresses up as like a basketball player. <laughs> Russell Westbrook dresses up as like old outfits that Russell Westbrook has worn. He's like, remember this? I wore this in the tunnel in mm-hmm. 2016. The no photos, please. Yeah. And things like that. Or he dresses up as Doug characters, like old Nickelodeon characters. Mm-hmm. He dresses up with Tommy Pickles. <laughs> or like, ah, real monsters. He's like... Sexy Tommy Pickles. <laughs> yeah, with like abs. <laughs> yeah. It's scary. Yeah, I guess he also has like... Because he's got the belly like, shirt. The crop, yeah. yeah, like the crop shirt and then like a diaper. A diaper. <laughs> Man, these these NBA players really... Uh, they all, they could all like wear like superhero costumes and like look convincing. Yeah, it's like Robin Lopez like look like... I mean, because he's got... He's tall, intimidating, very fit, 
And just like his jawline is so powerful in the Batman costume. That's my theory behind like what it takes to cast a good Batman, by the way. And that's why I'm like Robin Lopez could be Batman. Uh Like all in it, like your chin. Just just your chin. Like Ben Affleck, good chin. Good Mm -hmm. Batman. Mm -hmm. Robert Pattinson, good chin. Good Batman. Mm -hmm. Christian Bale, good chin. Good Batman. Mm -hmm. That's all you need. Well, do you think you have a good chin? I don't think I have a Batman chin. Mm. I've got like a Spider-Man chin. Spider-Man chin. Just cover it all up. You know what I'm I've saying? got a penguin chin. Dude, don't, <laughs> don't be like that to yourself. <laughs> Welcome to Dinner with Pop. <laughs> the podcast where we, two basketball fans, learn everything we can about the past, present, and future of basketball in order to impress our dream dinner date, food and wine connoisseur, and five-time NBA champ, Coach Greg Popovich. I'm Reed O'Connor, and this is my co-host, Isaac Benavidez. Happy Halloween. <laughs> I, I happy halloween <laughs> to you <laughs> the funny thing is people will be listening to this on november 2nd and they're like yeah i guess it was i guess it was past i guess we should, have, we should have done the halloween episode the last episode but that was the first episode can't be can't we, be wasting we, we, time we, like that I, <laughs> what do you think uh russell westbrook does for thanksgiving <laughs> uh he dresses up as sexy tommy Pickles, and then he like carves a turkey like that yeah and his family's like, please, Russ. Russell Westbrook uh, has, like, done, like, a lot of, like, turkey, like, giveaway things. So, mm-hmm. Like, he, like, serves Very charitable stuff. man. Very yeah. generous with his time. Yeah. Still turns the ball over a lot. Yeah. Uh, this week on... Quadruple uh, doubles. <laughs> yeah. This week on Hot Spicy Sports Takes. The Lakers. Do they have it? I wish we could just pivot to that and just... Like, uh, take, we could easily do that. Yeah, I don't want to do it though. All right. Um. Oh. What? Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. What if we just like the whole fuck <laughs> hour of people uh, back and forth like Happy Halloween? Did you watch this The Great Pumpkin trailer? <laughs> uh, no, I actually watched. Uh, I've been watching Arrested Development, and uh-huh. they play the Christmas, the Charlie Brown Christmas theme, and very funny. It's great. Great music. Vince Guaraldi, National Treasure. Uh, Reed, I have a question for you. Yes. Uh, what have you done for pop? Lately, in the past week, hmm. so, uh, it's funny you should ask. Uh, the same question that we ask each other every week. <laughs> yeah, it is funny. I wasn't prepared. Also, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to you. Uh, <laughs> so I started taking a baking class. Yeah, I'm really excited for you. And this is for Pop because I want to impress Pop with a uh, baked good whenever we meet him. Like it could be if we're at a restaurant, I'm still gonna be like. Hey, Pop, here's a, here's a nice tart for you to take home. Mm-hmm. Or here's some cookies for you to take home. But the focus of this baking class is, like, developing your own recipes, which I've never done. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on developing a cookie recipe. Oh, really? That's, yeah. that's cool. And the cookie is, is like, we had to come up. They have to be based on, like, a time. So it can either be, like, a time in your life or, like, a time of day. So mine's, like, based on, like, a happy hour cocktail hour. I'm trying to make, like, a Manhattan cocktail into, like, a cookie. Whoa. So... It's kind of like, you know, fine dining uh-huh. and we can impress pop with with my cookies. Um, I'm in the prototyping stage, so we'll see how they turn out. When's this? Uh, when should we expect the debut of these cookies? The cookies should be done in the next like in the next week for sure. So by the next episode, I'll have like a final cookie. Maybe you can have a taste test on the podcast. Perfect. And uh, who knows? Maybe they'll impress pop. Yeah, it, it has to pass. I have to impress you before. Like, you have to approve that, like, I can bring a tin of cookies to, mm-hmm. like, a Michelin star restaurant. Because I think that's, like, kind of a wild move to bring your own food to a restaurant. Oh, Especially yeah. Especially of that caliber, anyway. Yeah. Like, if it's, like, 
you know, the Italian place down the street and you bring your own birthday cake, probably chill. But if it's like Anaka or whatever, and you're showing up with like some chocolate chip cookies. Mm. Can you all put these in the oven really fast <laughs> just to so get them a little bit warm? Room we should eat these in the microwave too. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll give some pops and cookies. Do you think uh, cookies, what are you supposed to eat cookies with? Like, are you supposed to eat them with like a coffee or are you supposed to eat them with like milk or something like that? What would you eat these cookies with? These cookies, I feel like you could, maybe you could have them with a Manhattan. Whoa. Maybe. Is that a thing? Do you? No, not really. It's definitely not like conventional to like have a cookie with a cocktail. <laughs> I mean, in my adulthood, I like I like a coffee because I like to have like that strong, like bitter taste because mm-hmm. I also drink my coffee black. Okay. And I like to have like a, you know, the bitter to, to balance out the sweet. Well, let me pitch this to you then. Yes. Because you're making cookies and I, I don't know if you know this, but I've also been like trying to make my own coffee recently. So oh, really? I'm using, well, not make my own, but I'm doing like a pour over method Ooh. that I'm really just like getting into and I'm trying okay. to perfect. All right. So I'm like learning about the blooms and shit like that. I'm learning about just like, I don't want to start, I might have to start just like getting something to like, like a scale and then to start grounding. Gr- scale is in my experience crucial for like really? baking and for coffee. Well, I guess we're going to talk off pod about the scale stuff because I really want to get into it. But would it be a good idea to like just be like pop? You want to come back or? I think absolutely. I think if the <laughs> dinner goes well with pop, we absolutely like would be like you know let's retire to uh, you know one of our our places. I think by the time we're getting dinner with pop, the podcast will have taken off. Right, we'll be incredibly wealthy. Yeah, we'll houses in the hills. Yes, we have like a, an incredible vista of Los Angeles. Sure, at night, you know, you see all the way to to the coast on a clear night. No doubt. And we have them over. Yeah, and you're making the coffee. Um, I've I've got cookie dough in the freezer that I'm just like, mm-hmm. or in the fridge even. Mm-hmm. So it's got like a nice even bake. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're like, we're we're rolling. We, right. I could serve, we could all serve a Manhattan with like, can I have you a coffee or a cocktail? Uh, could you imagine how like sophisticated we would have come off if you were like, you brought in this cookie and you just explained to him like the, uh, uh, the thought process behind you making this and like the Manhattan stuff. And then he's like, oh, what's the recipe? And then you're like, it's my own. Yeah. And then my own coffee is going to be like, it's my own. <laughs> yeah. <you're> like, <laughs> I roast these beans myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just have my own like uh, coffee business at that point too, just to try this new bag. <laughs> I'm trying to match. <laughs> time them out. Yeah, it was very rhythmic. I timed it. <laughs> I timed it in the uh, what? My name is who? That's kind of like that. And then when we have pop over, uh, Michael by that point will be very well behaved. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Or like a robot dog, depending on how long it takes to. Okay, like if it's like. Well, his like his brain and like a robot dog. Oh, I see. He's never gonna die. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Out of question. I know. I knew you were thinking it. I just wanted to say. Yeah. Hey, Reed. Huh. Dogs die. No. <laughs> robot. Robot dog. Cool. Well, I'm excited for your adventure, and I can't wait to try this cookie. I'm I excited it for works your adventure. Out. I want uh, like to try this a cup of this coffee. Oh yeah, you're gonna get some pretty generic shit from me for the time <laughs> being. But. Get you some like intelligentsia beans or something. Not a sponsorship. Intelligentsia, <laughs> ten most ten dollars. Um, should we get into it? 
Of course. All right, cool. We like to structure this podcast around like a fancy dinner, if you will, because we do want to have a fancy dinner with Coach Greg Popovich. Um, so the topic of the week, what we call it, is this week's special, as if the waiter's you know, reading you the specials. And this week we're talking about Bing Bong, the New York Knicks, and their fans are having a moment. The Knicks are 5-1 and one right now, tied for first in the East, and uh, they're the Fans are going nuts over this particular video from their season opener against the Celtics where they won in double overtime, 138 to 134. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great video. Have you seen it? The side talk video? I have. Uh, and again, I know it's not a visual medium, but if you're on Twitter, just look up the side talk video and just uh, watch... Uh what it means to be, I guess, a New York Knicks fan. This is feel like I feel like watching the video. I'm like, I love the Knicks. Oh, I've yeah. always loved the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. the Knicks all my life. For sure. My dad was a Knicks fan growing yeah. up in New York. It's just like we just uh, have always been Knicks fans. <laughs> That's true. Um, if I, you haven't seen the video. Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? No, go ahead. I was going to say, if you haven't seen the video, uh, it is a visual medium. I do recommend you look at it, but. The audio, I think, will play well, and I'm going to drop that here. Double fucking overtime! What the fuck, baby? New York is fucking back! Knicks are here, baby! The Knicks are fucking here, baby! Fresh out the garden, baby! We're taking it all the way! We had DeBlasio, we had Cuomo, it was rough shit, but we have the Knicks! That's New York Knicks running! Don't you regret not coming to the Knicks? Don't you regret not coming to the Knicks? Let's go Knicks! Let's go Knicks! Let's go Knicks! Let's go Knicks! Real talk, I'm from New York, and you know what? Tom Brady's a fucking bitch! Fuck Tom Brady, huh? Fuck Tom Brady! Where the bread at, Tom Brady? I need some bread, nigga. He owe me. Fuck Boston. Yo, you thought Trey Young was still good? He still ain't good at Dyke, man. He's smoking on that Boston pack tonight, you right? Fuck Trey Young! Wow. Wow. Incredible stuff. N- Knicks fans. Knicks can you, fans, can you huh? Believe it? Don't you regret not coming to the Knicks? Um, I just want to say that. Uh, so Steve, Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. Uh, who is the world's most famous. Uh, take artist. Take artist. Uh, sports uh, talk person. Things such as that. Yeah. And he. He, he like shared he like retweeted this video and like quote tweeted it and said like he loves this energy but he doesn't condone the language spoken into it and my question is why are you so whack Stephen A. Smith <laughs> this is like uh this is probably like the there's like some toxic fan bases out there who will like say like just really nasty shit. Like maybe like the Atlanta Braves with like the tomahawk chop and stuff like that. But I really like this like good spirited people smoking weed in the street. It's kind of <laughs> like, like drunk thinking that like the Knicks are going to win the championship right now. Off of the season opener. Yeah, yeah. This this is my like I, I really appreciate this type of like fandom because it's like very much like I don't really know who's getting hurt by any of this stuff. But also a lot of men in that video, I guess. For sure. But um, I really do appreciate, like, the excitement. And I really wish that, like, as, like, a Spurs fan, like, I really wish, like, just, like, a couple days ago, they were playing the Lakers in the San Antonio home game. Yeah. And one of the big things that people noticed was that there's a lot more, like, I feel like there are a lot more Lakers fans in 
like the arena. And so like it, it felt like a Lakers home game, according to like Russell Westbrook and like Malik Monk or something. And I wish I would love to be like part of a fan base. that was absolutely just like like a little like wild, a little crazy, but just very fun. Yeah, absolutely. I think like I was thinking about this today and trying to compare like growing up in Houston to what it might be like to be a Knicks fan or like a New York sports fan. And it feels like very different to me. It feels mm-hmm. like Houston to me or in my experience, there are hardcore fans. This is not to discount. And probably that we're seeing hardcore Knicks fans in the video. Mm-hmm. But uh, like not to discount like hardcore Houston sports fans, but Houston feels like it's like very what have you done for me lately mm-hmm. in terms of uh, like sports fandom. Like people are like all about the Astros right now. Obviously, they're in the World Series, but like Rockets fandom is like dead yeah because the, the team is like not performing really it's like a young team mm-hmm. we don't have that james Harden, chris paul like contender energy so i don't know it just feels like to me my perception of new york fans has always been like yes they've been like beat down and like had some real tough years but they were still like Knicks fans does mm-hmm. that make sense like they're like it sucks i hate this i'm miserable yeah. but i'm a fan like whereas houston sports is like uh, this sucks, so I'm out. Yeah, that's kind of like um, I really can relate to that because it's like the Dallas Cowboys, which is I, I had to I had to grow up being a fan of because of like my family and then just like, people who were just like in Texas and that part of Texas just love the Cowboys. And since like 1996, when they won their last championship, it was always like next year it's going to be the Cowboys years. And and, and this has been it's just been going on for like. I guess, I don't know, how many years is this now? Like uh, 25. 25 96. years, I guess. And yeah. so, like, it's, like, t- so much time has passed, but it's, like, these these fans are still, like, it's the, it's the boys' year yeah. this season. And so I, th- I feel like that's kind of, like, a very, like, similar, like, fan base that's, like, you're not really getting anything, but you're still, like, going to ride with the team. Right. No matter how shitty the team might be. Yeah. And I can really get behind, like, loving, like, a team. Like, like I... It's going to be so sweet if, like, the New York Knicks, like, win, like, the championship in the next, like, 10 years for, like, those fans. And it's going to be, like, just super amazing. Even, like, watching, like, the playoffs last season with, like, the new – because they're in the playoffs for the first time in, right. like, how many years. The energy in Madison Square Garden is seems, like, out of this world. And – It's uh, also funny because, like – so in the video, they're, they're like, calling out Trey Young. Several people call out Trey Young, <laughs> yes. who they were not playing in that oh, yeah. game. They were playing the Celtics. Yeah. They do also say fuck Tom Brady or whatever. Yes. Who is not even on the and Patriots. Not anymore. even in Boston. But I just love that like they're like, these are our enemies. Yeah. Like Trey yeah. Young, we were in the playoffs. Fuck yeah. Trey Young. Yeah. It's uh it's it's all fun. And I really did I really did appreciate that. Like just the Tom Brady stuff where it's just like he's still kinda like uh like uh mortal enemy to like these like new york fans yeah uh who's your favorite character in the video um oh my favorite character is the guy who says who who addresses kd in the Uh video and he goes hey kd don't you regret not coming to the knicks don't you regret not coming to the knicks (laughs) it's very good like like that guy seems like i don't know if he's like he's probably like a new yorker but he just has like kind of like that energy or it's like very like very like loud and cool and just very himself and that I also like just that sing songy and that yeah. little phrase is like wow that's actually kind of it's <laughs> very good. Uh, do you think KD regrets not coming to the Knicks? Uh, yeah, why not? Why? 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 Why wouldn't you regret? Like, I, I think like 
No, he doesn't regret not coming to the Knicks, but I'm sure it's, like, way cooler to, like, play for that fan base instead of, like, the Brooklyn Nets fan base. It does seem like it, especially the, the teams, like, sort of, like, the Nets are having a little trouble at the start of the year. Yeah. They're and missing, like, like, the Kyrie Irving drama must, yeah. like, weigh on you. And yeah. I, I really, like, view, like, the, the Nets as, like, the Clippers, too, where it's just, like, those teams that they're not just going to get behind them. like Right. And so, like, I, I want to go to a Lakers game this season just to see the comparison because I feel like even, like, following, like, the Clippers, there is not enough, like, enthusiasm where it's, like, I'm going to ride for this team. Right. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll convert to, like, a Lakers fan if, like, the game is, like, cool. Or, like, yeah. Just, like, the energy. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Here's, here's, like, another point, actually. Huh. I feel like Los Angeles Lakers fans, because um, there's like a subsect of like Kobe fans and then like just like LeBron fans now. But I feel like Knicks fans are like they're like they're going to ride for like any like player on the Knicks. Right. And like the Lakers fans, it, 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 I guess it's because of this town. It seems like so many people live here and like so many people move here that they're just kind of like I'm a Lakers fan now because I live in L.A. And it seems like, like yeah, that. it seems like it's about the Lakers have always been about like star wattage. I think. Yeah. And and in a way that I don't think like this Knicks team is and my perception of Knicks fans, especially maybe it's like they had Carmelo, Mm -hmm. but that seems like their most recent like star. Is that wrong to say? I don't know. Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. It's like their most. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because now it's like a bunch of just like young dudes who are like just gone through the draft and they, they haven't really like swung for the fences for like a superstar player. Yeah. Closest thing. And we'll see it. In the next couple of years, I guess it's Kemba Walker, who's from Brooklyn or something, yeah, or from the Bronx. Or I actually don't, I don't know where Kemba's from, but yeah, shout out New York Knicks fans. Uh, my favorite character in the video is the guy whose voice cracks at the, like near the beginning. He's like, yeah. Knicks are here, baby. Knicks yeah. are here. That's you. It's so good. Yeah, it is. I think I identify <laughs> with that guy, and I like that he's like not phased by his voice cracking. He's just like, does he have the joint in his hand? No, that's the next that's guy. That's the next guy? Oh, okay. I he's think. just a guy with the Or the mic. guy right before it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, we're taking it all the way. Yeah. 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 That's guy that's smoking. He just, like, <laughs> took a hit at the... And the guy, the guy who, like, spits a bunch when he's like, we had uh, De Blasio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had Guava. It was rough shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, great D- video. And then Jesus just makes, like, a quick little yeah. cameo just at the game. Um. So, people really latched on to the guy who says, uh bing bong oh yeah 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 and uh because that's like he apparently recognized the guys who make the video who's uh side talk yeah um and those guys are named jack bird and trent simonian they're two like nyu students apparently yeah super young dudes yeah so he reckon and those videos have been like going viral like i this is the first one from them that i'd seen oh really but the guys who said bing bong recognized the side talk guys and like they have the the crosswalk logo, logo. and uh so they start all their videos with the subway tone that's like the bing bong yeah. stand clear of the closing doors please that's what it is right it's like for, yeah like, the metro the subway thing, like, yeah. metro stuff and yeah um so anyway but now like the knicks themselves tweeted bing bong uh evan fournier is tweeting bing bong the mm. new york daily news had a front page that said bing bong um the orlando magic the only people who like have beaten them the only people the only team that's beaten the knicks so far this year (laughs) when they beat them they tweeted bing bong the magic is the only team that beat them yeah well um everyone's just bing bong is like the the mantra for fans for new york 
for the Knicks fans this year. I like that. I also like. I also like that it's like um, uh, has to do with like the city. Too. Yeah. Um, but have you seen like all the merch that's being pushed about this stuff from just from like random like people who are not the Bing Bong guy? Like, there's like just so much merch out there that's just like Bing Bong. Of course. What do you think of that? Like, sure. I don't know. I everyone like that. That's what always happens. But it's fun. Like when people like latch onto a phrase or whatever. I think that guy like posted his own like Bing Bong shirt design, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not as good as the rest of them. <laughs> I have to say, come on, call up Isaac; he'll draw you something. Let's design a Bing Bong shirt. Sure, <laughs> I don't care. Bing Bong dinner with pop. Let's go. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, I really appreciate just like how much it's taken off, and we're gonna hear this shit. Probably like during playoffs, if they get there, which I'm sure they will at this point, I feel like we're going to hear a lot of like in unison bing bong from like the crowd or something. Like every time they score or something. Something. Like chanting bing bong. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, how real do you think this is? Like the Knicks start being uh, five and one. They also play tomorrow, so maybe by the time the podcast comes out, uh, the record, I mean, not maybe, the record will have changed. Uh, I'm just going to check to see who they're playing tomorrow. Um, they're playing the Raptors. Yeah. Easy W. All right. Easy win for the Knicks, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think you can believe in this Knicks team a little bit better. I feel like, because what if they end up with last year, like six seed or something like that? It sounds right, but I'm not sure. I think they'll end up in that same position again. And um, I I really hope that they can go further into the playoffs just so I can watch more games with like that crowd in there. Yeah. I would love to go to a game in Madison Square Garden. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. All right. Do you think the how – do how do you feel about this Knicks team? I don't know. I love it. I love any team that's like – they've got like underdog energy because like I said, they don't have like Star Waters. They've got like Evan Fournier, Kemba mm-hmm. Walker – yeah, I mean they're good players, but they're not LeBron. They're not KD. They're not Kyrie Irving. They're mm-hmm. like, um, I don't know. It's fun. They're, and they're also coached by Tom Thibodeau. Coached Tom Tib. I love that. Love that he's gonna play Kemba Walker for forty nine <laughs> out of forty eight minutes. Kemba Walker's gonna break his knees by the time he's out. He's yeah. Kemba Walker the New York Knicks jersey. Like ankle's gonna fall off. Just the ankle. Like, the foot will still be there somehow. <laughs> oh, ace. Um. <laughs> is that your tip of doubt? Yeah. Oh, ice. Uh, should we book it? 2022 champs? You can book it. All right, book it. I, I'm not booking the Knicks. I, I they, they could lose the first round again. Yeah, sure. But uh, what teams are even in there? Because what the Bucks are good, the Nats are probably be good again. I uh, forget they're like tied with three other teams. Uh, let's look at the East standings. The East I mean, standings. we're we're this is second week of the season, so we are. I mean, let's let's pump premature. The, let's, let's pump the brakes a little bit, but uh, I mean, teams will get better. But uh, I do think the Knicks. So are, the Knicks are currently tied with the Heat, Wizards, and Bulls, who I think could all be in the oh, mix. Oh yeah. Um, Wizards, maybe Wizards are are hot start, at least talent wise. Um, I mean, I love Bradley Beal, but I mean, I guess the same deal as the Knicks. Anyway, uh, I feel like Heat and the Bulls are going to be in it. Yeah, I feel like we're due for like a really competitive Eastern Conference. I think we have it. Yeah, Bucks are three and three. 
I'm all in on the Bulls, by the way. Raptors are four and three. Sixers four they and are? two. Yeah, I'm, now I'm just reading the standings. Um, Whoa, maybe it's not an easy dub. This is a new segment of the podcast where we read the standings to you. Podcasts don't do that. Number one in the East, the Knicks, with the record of five and one. Number two, the Heat, with the record of five and one. Number three, the Wizards, with a record of five and one. Number four, the Bulls, with a record of five and one. Number five, the Hornets, with a record of four and two. Number six, the Sixers, with a record of four and two. They should stay at six, I think. Mm-hmm. Sixers at six? Yeah. I just think that's good energy. Uh, do you believe in numerology? No. Okay. Number seven, the Raptors, four and three. Uh, number eight, the Bucks. Three and three. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm all in on the Knicks. <laughs> Number nine, the Hawks. Three and three. Number 10, the Nets. Three and three. Number 11, the Cavs. Three and four. Number 12, the Celtics. Two and four. Number 13, the Pistons. One and four. Number 14, the Magic. One and six. That one record coming against the Knicks. I mean, one win. And number 15, the Pacers. One and six. Well, come back next week where I read the West standings. This has been we read the standings to you. I wanted to cut you off so many times. I don't think I'm going to leave that in. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a break then. All right, cool. Should I leave that in? Sure. It's awful. And we're back. Oh, sorry. Uh, Isaac was doing a very good bit where he was like counting me down like we're on TV or whatever mm. or on the radio you know I appreciate it um, but I, I fucking blew it because I was looking at my notes and not at Isaac you're prepared honestly <laughs> what can I say this this podcast is not for improvising no I gotta read you stats I gotta read you the standings <laughs> um, now is a part of the podcast where we head into the wine cellar this is the history of the topic at hand. So the history, a brief history of the New York Knicks and New York Knicks fandom. And I'm talking real brief. I'm prepared, but not that prepared. Would Knicks. You, would you say this will be brief, briefer than a, this is the phrase in New York minute. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I don't know anything about it. That is, that is a phrase they said in New York minute. Yeah. This is a history of the New York Knicks in a New York minute. Bing bong. Bing bong. The New York Knickerbockers. That's what Knicks stands for. Yeah, what do you think of that name? This wild they, name. they should put the whole name on there. They should. This year they're doing throwback jerseys because the New York Knicks are, uh, along with the Celtics, they were founding teams of the BAA, Basketball mm-hmm. Association of America, the BA. Um, so glad they changed the name. I said it before, I'll say it again. Um, so along with the Celtics, they're the only two teams that were founding teams that have stayed in their same cities. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're, they've got like special throwback jerseys that are like kind of highlighting their history. Mm-hmm. I don't think they ever had. Or maybe they did. But they should absolutely have a jersey that says Knickerbockers this year. This is just the year to do it. Yeah. But they're already they're The jerseys are probably already done. So they're already printed. They don't they're, say they're that. They're done. But they don't ask us. They should. They really should. They should. The first number. Adam Silver should call us. In like what February of every year, they probably are. They probably get started real early. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going to start even starting now on next year's jerseys. You think? Yeah, I think there's a lot of lead time to probably like produce them and sell them. Maybe not this much, especially now the supply chain's fucked up, dude. All right, this is part of the podcast where we talk about the supply chain. 
Yeah, this is, this is a part of the podcast where order we talk about Order your Christmas about, gifts uh, now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you need to order your Christmas gifts from d***.com. Yes, we don't have one. Don't say that website name. We don't have it. We should buy it. <laughs> cut it out, then. Do cut it out, dude. All right, I did. Uh, live editing. <laughs> I'm afraid to touch the keyboard or I'll fuck up the live, If we live edited. Can you imagine if we just did this live? Yeah, it'd be terrible. Mm. Or maybe it'd be good. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, chime in in the chat if you think that's a good idea. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the Knickerbockers. Uh, yeah, 1946, 75 years of the NBA, mm-hmm. or the B, since it was the BAA. Um, they won championships in 1970 and 1973. There are only two championships. You're right. I really thought they would have more than that. Of course, because they act like there's like they act like they have 17 of them. They act like they should have. They act like up with the Celtics and the Lakers. I feel like Knicks. They are kind of like the downtrodden fan base, but they also do act like they should be winning championships. You know, this is also, yeah, I feel like the Knicks, you would think that they'd have like six championships at least. At least. They've had 75 years. You would think that they were like robbed of these things, but I feel like this team is just always almost there. Yeah. And they run into people like Michael Jordan, and then they run into like LeBron James and things like that. And Yeah, that's when, so that's the next time that we're good was when they were running into Michael Jordan in the 90s. And uh, they made the finals in 94 and they lost to the Rockets in seven games. Yeah. And they lost to in 99. Yeah. Who'd they lose to there? San Antonio Spurs. Who coached that team? Gregory Popovich. Is Greg short for Gregory? I don't know. There's two G's in Greg. There are. There's only one G in Gregory. No, there's two. There's three G's in Greg. All right, now it's part of the podcast where we spell things for you. Yeah, I'm going to start first. All right. You give me a word. Epitome. Epitome. A. P. Just a sidetrack. Epitome, pretty cool word. Pretty cool word. Spell it out. For a long time, I thought it was pronounced epitome. Nice. Because I would only read it. Yeah. That's one of those. Hey, if I, if I spelled out the word C-H-A-O-S to you, mm-hmm. what would not T U, but to U. Yes. C H A O S. Uh huh. What word did I just spell? Uh, ch- chows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so the. So from 1973 and then to the 90s is Patrick Ewing. Yeah. Um, do you know anything about this Ewing effect? No, I've heard of it. Yeah. I didn't run. Me neither, but I'm going to look it up right now. Oh, okay. I should have. So it might be just like the name of an ESPN show or something. Oh, Bill Simmons and his friend famously created the Ewing theory as an explanation for when teams play better without their star player. Okay. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. Enemy of the podcast, Bill Simmons. <laughs> Until the ringer buys our podcast. <laughs> They're all enemies. Every every podcast is an enemy. Yeah. Except for the ones that are our friends. It's Dinner with Pop Gang. Dinner with Pop um, and uh, the Bechdel cast. Oh, yeah. Friends, that's a podcast we're friends with. And whatever podcast Catherine is on, I think she produces a podcast. We'll ask. Um, so Patrick Ewing, there's a thing in Game Six of '94. I was reading this article today for research, mm-hmm. where apparently Ewing was open, but some guy who's not Ewing took a shot, had a shot blocked, mm-hmm. and they lost. They could have won mm-hmm. the championship, and then went to oh, Game I Seven, see. and then Houston won. Damn. How does it feel that, uh, I guess you would, would you consider yourself a Rockets fan? Yeah. 
So they lost to both our teams then. I know. That's what I was saying. Do you know what Bop is? Uh, and fuck the Knicks. We got two on the Knicks. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Wikipedia calls... So they're good in the 70s. They mm-hmm. won championships. They're good in the 90s. Uh, they contended. They won the East twice. Mm-hmm. Wikipedia calls the next section of uh, their history. They call it 2000 to 2003 downfall. Which I thought was very dramatic, very funny, mm-hmm. and also kind of accurate for the last 20 years of Knicks, as I understand it. Man, when we start talking about, like, um, like 2000, 2003, and it's like, that was 20 years ago. It's like, still wild. It really me. trips me out a yeah, little I know. bit. I, what really messes me up when people say, like, 2010, 2011, like, that's 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, that was, like, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, time passes. We're getting used to it. Uh, what's, what's in this downfall thing? So, Jeff Van Gundy, like successfully coached them in the like late 90s he got them to the finals in 99 but he said he like could not focus on coaching and so he just retired no this is this is jeff van gundy yeah who's now uh sideline uh analyst commentator for espn abc yeah um he has the focus to be a commentator but not to coach which is fine you know i don't even think he has the focus to be like a commentator all he does is complain on those broadcasts this is this is just like a side like Jeff Van Gundy like retire. I'm tired of hearing him unless, on, unless he's gonna be more positive. Unless he's gonna get dinner with us or come on the podcast. <laughs> get, get dinner with us or the most ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, but since Jeff Van Gundy retired, they've mm. had 14 head coaches in the oh, last yeah. 20 years, and I feel like a lot of those like people. Man, okay, so now, like, this is, like, bringing up memories of just, like, what's been going on, like, the past at least, like, five years or something like that. They keep hiring these, like, head coaches who are supposed to take them to the promised land and then, like, sort of help this new talent, and then they're fired. Right. Like, after, like, a season. After, like, one or two years. Yeah, like, but, yeah, what was his name? Fizdale. Coach yeah. Fizdale. Fizdale was uh, immediately before Thibodeau. Yeah. Could have done great, I think. I don't know what happened. Management, shit like that. I think it's just, like, sort of... A lot of people point to James Dolan, the yeah. owner. Um, yeah, it's it's like it's just kind of a mess over there. I think. Yeah. I think that's like a, a team that loses just like gets into panic mode often and like changes too much. Mm-hmm. Like doesn't give people enough time to build up. Um, like I think you see this a lot with uh, UT football recently. I don't know. I don't know anything. But like people are like, if you, if you don't have immediate success, they must be fired. Oh yeah, it seemed like there was like there there was like a lot of like turnover for like general managers and head coaches and stuff like that. It seems like I feel like a lot of it was linked linked to James Dolan, but now that they're kind of like back on track, it seems like all is forgiven. Yeah. Um. But so are they saying that the downfall was because like Jeff Van Gundy left, and then like the team started just being competitive, stopped being competitive? I think that was part of it. Honestly, didn't like read everything there were like brighter years where they had carmelo anthony mm-hmm. we had the insanity in yeah. 2011 2012 mm-hmm. um but this didn't produce results so yeah i feel like uh new york fans knicks fans are were just excited for literally anybody just to be like their savior and so uh, carmelo was like i feel like Car- i've known carmelo as like a knicks player for me too i mean uh and then I remember when he like kind of combusted with the Knicks and they were like talking about like trade Carmelo, like fire who Fisdale, I guess, whoever was the coach at the time. They had Chris Tapps Porzingis too. Mm-hmm. Who was supposed to be like their other like main superstar who now is kind of just shitty on the Mavs now. And people, I think Knicks fans were like, fuck that guy too. 
Was Frank Frank Natilakino, was that guy, was he supposed to be like a star or was that just a meme? Was he a meme or a star? No, I think it was a meme. Okay. Also, because of drafting the past few years, they kind of had like bad luck and they kept choosing like players that they didn't need, like to fill positions that were already like kind of like intact. And I think the first year that they started like drafting like better was during the RJ Barrett Zion year. Right. So like Zion went one and then I think one of them went two and then maybe RJ was three or two or three or something like right. that. I don't remember, but I feel like it's just until now because they drafted guys like Kevin Knox, RJ Barrett, and uh, I don't know who they have now, but I think they're just like kind of building up their like younger talent now. Mm-hmm. And uh, might yeah. be seeing that pay off. Maybe. I mean, they made the playoffs last year, and that that's going to be, like, uh, also, I'm sure, like, Knicks fans, because Knicks fans have been dreaming about getting Zion Williamson. They also they also could have gone a little... In, that, in this time, they've also had been rumored to get LeBron James. Yes. I mean, every star that is... <laughs> I mean, it's just like the Lakers do this. Then I mean, any big city, big market team does this, where they're like, LeBron's a free agent, mm-hmm. or, like... Whoever is a free agent, yeah, we're in New York. They're gonna come here. What's it? Everyone loves to play in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I think there was truth to the talk about New York uh, getting LeBron James or something like that. Yeah. So I mean, who who knows? Honestly, and then the Zion stuff. Honestly, the RJ Barrett thing is like probably like a better uh, situation to be in now, considering that Zion apparently weighs three hundred and sixty pounds or something like that, and he's not playing anymore. And <laughs> John yeah. Morant, John Morant has gotten more success, and RJ Barrett's gotten more success, but that's just the game. Yeah, I love Zion though. I hope he uh, shapes up. Yeah, let's lay off. Let's lay off Zion's weight a little bit. Yeah, come know? on. Kind of everyone. Uh, everyone should be allowed to be a little bit beefier. If you can't Me, exercise, Zion, Me, the penguin, the penguin, the Batman penguin. Oh yeah. yeah. So the penguins just uh, accumulating mass. He's going to be like a real threat in the paint next year. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, the uh, Knicks fans been with them through it, through it all. I read this thing, uh, New York times thing from like 2017 that like, <laughs> that like uh, interviewed like, I mean, it's from this year. I don't know. It's from the past couple of years where they interviewed like Benny Safdie and mm-hmm. like uh, who else? I don't know. But like, People like grew up in New York. Mm-hmm. I've always like been with the Knicks. Yeah, I feel like, like I feel like John Stewart and Chris Rock are just at the Spike Lee. Spike Lee are at the front row, and Spike Lee's got blue and Tracy orange, Morgan everything. is always there now, yes. which is really funny for me because he's always wearing like a big chain and shit like that, and he's just out there really just enjoying like his time. I love it. Um, Knicks fans are gonna be there for him the whole way. Are you gonna be there for them? Sure. Like I said, my dad grew up in New York. I'm a Knicks fan. Your dad grew up in New York? No, I was. I just made that up. It's just like a little bit. Oh. Like when I was saying I was excited about the video, I said it, it's like a callback. Oh, shit. Sorry. So your dad's from New York? Just, you're not, you, you just don't pay attention to me while we do the podcast. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> no, my dad's born and raised in Laredo, Texas. Oh, I see. So he's not a Knicks fan? Nah. He's a Houston guy. He's a Houston guy now. I think he was a San Antonio fan growing up. It's closer to San Antonio. We gotta have your dad on the pod. Let's get him in there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so how do you feel? You want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. All right, we're back. Thanks for um, thanks for being here with us, listener. 
And while you're here, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Have a good one. I hope you had a good one because I guess this will come out well, after. Yeah, I'm, someone could be listening to this on like Halloween 2024 or whatever. Whoa. We're in our house in the hills. They're like listening back to the archives and they're like, whoa, Halloween app. It's Halloween today. So happy Halloween. Do the next one at all? Let us know in the comments. What if we do like um, comments? No. <laughs> what if we had like a we do like a Christmas special, but people just listen to that same episode every year. <laughs> Let's do it. NBA plays on Christmas. It's true. There'll be a lot to talk about, I'm sure. Tune in. Tune in. Christmas live stream. No, I don't know. Hey, I have a question for you. What's up? Are you uh, still hungry? Oh, yeah. I could I could eat a little more. Just like a bite. Should we get something to share? Sure. Something sweet or something savory? Something sweet. Let's have dessert. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Bardic Podcast. It's dessert. <laughs> It's a little confectionery conjecture. I like that. <laughs> that intro? Yeah. Thanks. I mean, not thanks. It's, your, it's you. Thank you for uh, leading us into it. Um, you know, uh, we talked about the past. We talked about the present. Now we're talking about the future. This is stuff that hasn't happened yet, but it could. Maybe. Who knows? I don't. Certainly not me, but we're going to make shit up. Um, the next. 2022. Game seven of the finals against the Spurs against all odds. Rematch. Rematch of 99. <laughs> Pop somehow coached a very young Spurs team to a resurgence. He now has the most wins of any NBA coach. And it's game seven. Kemba Walker has got the ball. Ten seconds left. Um, no more timeouts on either team. Uh, no more fouling because they changed the rules. Um, so he's like dribbling it out. It's a, it's an exciting ten seconds. Is he gonna make it? Who knows? Uh, he he spins past um, some young Spurs player whose name I don't know and still refused to learn even at this point. Now that's the finals. So rude. I'm just I'm just rude like that. <laughs> and uh, he does a little uh, mid range jumper. It goes in at the buzzer. It's a long ten seconds. Long shot. You know. It was a cool play, like a lot of passing. Kimball Walker had it most of the time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm bad at explaining basketball. That's why I'm not a commentator. I'm a podcaster. Um, the Knicks win. The won the finals, 2022. Yeah, final buzzard rings. The crowd's chanting bing bong left and right. Yes. What happens in the streets of New York? Oh, my God. I think... Um, I think what happens is, is everybody... Pulls out from their bags that they brought their Spider-Man costumes. And because, you know, there's so many street performers. Right. Actually, you know what? I take that back. Mm. Everyone takes out a can of like silver spray paint and they just like paint their bodies like in silver, like the robot dancing guys <laughs> on the street in New York. Is that, is that in New York? I don't know where the fuck it's that is. It's probably everywhere. It's like a universal street performer thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess it's true. I guess I saw it in Venice once, but yeah, everybody just sprays paints their whole <laughs> body. I don't know where MSG is. Is it also like... It's like in Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah, they just all march towards <laughs> to Times Square and they just uh, all just do the robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's exactly what happens. Um... I think that it, this earth-shattering event awakens uh, a kaiju off the coast <laughs> of uh, Manhattan and uh, summons, uh, unfortunately, the destruction of New York. Whoa. 
All right, this is a podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, what else you got to that? Uh, the all of New York's gonna be painted orange and blue. Spike Lee becomes mayor. Spike Lee's gonna immediately the next morning he's gonna start writing like a like a film that's just based off of this like Knicks team, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be called probably like Spike Lee's. Uh, Spike Lee presents. The New York Knicks. Spike Lee's they, joint. They Spike won. Lee joint. <laughs> yeah. The New York Knicks. They want it all. A Spike Lee joint. <laughs> Spike oh, Lee presents. No, wait a minute. It's it's a Spike Lee joint. The five Knicks. Like the five bloods. Yes. And it's going to be. Um, Patrick guess, Ewing. Yeah. It's going it's to be Patrick Ewing. Uh, Jeremy Lin. And um, Charles Oakley. Carmelo Anthony and none of none of the, none current, of the current players. Team. <laughs> yeah, it's two Charles Oakleys <laughs> to round out the five. <laughs> yeah, and then James Dolan does the score for it with his jazz band. Yeah, James Dolan's band uh, does a nationwide tour and uh, is booed out of every city in the country. Mm-hmm. Where, do, where do you think the championship parade happens? Um, Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, no it's uh the championship parade it takes the same route as the macy's day parade and all the same balloons are there mm-hmm. uh, except pikachu's got like a nick's hat on <laughs> and uh charlie brown's in like nick's gear and a chain yeah and um sonic the hedgehog is there too <laughs> uh how about this they is ben um, schwartz a nick's man yeah cool good for him yeah. So like Ben Schwartz is there and he's like voicing Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah. He's like, we won everybody. Wow, that'd be pretty funny actually. He's blue already. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. They just have to pull like Sonic the Hedgehog is on the 2022-2023 team. Sonic and Tails are just kind of like arm in arms. Oh yeah. Since, blue and orange. Yeah. They're just hanging out. Is this a good podcast? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, how about this though? The uh, city of New York gives back the uh, Statue of Liberty to France. to France, and they instead erect a uh, a statue. But it's just it's the same thing as the Statue of Liberty, but it's just Tracy Morgan's face, just like <laughs> on it instead. Hell yeah! <laughs> this is a. Uh, I wonder if we were actually like New Yorkers, or if we had any New York friends, if what their actual like reactions would be. Are we like doing like, like New York face right now? <laughs> is this offensive? Is this offensive? Um, I'm going to say as a non-New Yorker, no. Okay. Uh, because this is also never going to happen. Because the Knicks aren't going to win shit. Because the San Antonio Spurs are going to win that game, Whoa. actually. It's a, a record scratch. <laughs> No, this is not New York. Uh, this is, uh, I would love to see all these things happen. I would love yeah. to see New York just get out there, get uh, super wild. Like, I mean, after one game, the crowd is like pretty like ramped up. I, I'm in. I, I think this is conceivable. I want to see Tom Thibodeau in like Timberlands uh, in that parade. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, like the Empire State Building is going to be like lit blue and orange or something. Absolutely. Uh, 30 Rock, also blue and orange. 30 Rock the Show comes back mm-hmm. with the whole new season starring the Knicks. <laughs> the Knicks actually don't play the next season because they're too busy making the new 30 Rock. Well, I would love that if they just got rid of that team and they were like... <laughs> <They're> just, <laughs> they're hey, like, we're going to take a year off. we got yeah. some cool, exciting opportunities. We're not going to play basketball this year. 
We're making a new show. Do just a quick question. Do like New York Yankees fans like get hype like this? Like when's the last time that they won like the World Series or something? I think 2001. Oh, damn. Maybe since then. Let me look it up. But they definitely won in 2001. I'm just trying to figure out like what New Yorkers do to party. I think they stay out till 4 a.m. That's a big thing. Everyone I know from New York is like, the bars close at 2 here? And I'm like, motherfucker, why are you staying out till 4? That's absurd. Yeah, that sounds like the worst night of my life. If I'm staying out till four, I better like, I better be just having, I don't know, everything better be free. I better not pay for anything. <laughs> yeah, I better have the magical alcohol that doesn't make me hungover. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, people. Like, I guess New York people are like, are like, just like they scoff at two two a.m. Every it always <laughs> drives me insane when they're like, the bars close at two. I'm like. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't want to be out until four. How? Wh- what are you doing in the hours between two and four a.m.? Like nothing good can happen in that time. I'm getting real worked up about this. I love it. I'm sh- showing my age. Um, <laughs> Yankees championships is what I was going to look up. Uh, oh, they also won in two thousand nine. Mm. Like they didn't win in two thousand one. Am I just wrong? Let's see. Yeah, they didn't win in two thousand one. They won in 99, 2000, and then 2009. 98, 99, 2000, and then 2009. Right, the most recent ones. So they three-peated, and then 2009. But did they party? They won the pennant in 2001. That's what I was thinking of. Oh. Did they party? Yeah, probably. I don't know what they did. If the Knicks win... If the Knicks win, the bars will stay open until, like, they won't close for three months. Mm-hmm. And New York will just go on a three-month bender while Spike Lee makes his movie. As mayor, they rebuild the Tracy statue. The kaiju also destroys New York. Um, the buildings are all blue and orange. And they throw up a, a never-ending Macy's parade with Sonic the Hedgehog, Pikachu, and Charlie Brown dressed in Nick's colors. Wow. I love Sonic and Pikachu just being like... <laughs> just They're like, also like friends now. Like yeah. Nintendo and Sega like throw down their swords. I guess they've done a lot of collabs since they were enemies in the 90s, but... Man, we need to make a trip out there. I just need to see every. I need to see every like mural out there, like a random Knicks player. I need to see like the blue and orange out there. I need to really just be in it for a little bit. Yeah, maybe maybe let's take the podcast. We'll do a residency in New York. Mm-hmm. I don't know how for, for for research. Yeah, for research, get the vibe. Yeah, talk to the side talk guys. Bing bong. Yeah, bucket. Knicks twenty twenty two. Well, are you saying are you, are you saying that they're going to win the championship in 2022? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. This is a hot, it's not a hot takes podcast, so I don't feel like I have to stand by uh, the things I say. No, no. No one's even no one's even going to remember that you said it. I won't remember that you said it. Yeah. If uh I'll apologize to anyone who's like upset that I called it wrong. If 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 I'm wrong. If mm-hmm. I'm right, I want everyone to apologize to me. It's going to be, what, what, what are we going to do if the Knicks actually win the championship because of your prediction? Um, I think we... You and I should party until 4 a.m. We Yes. And then we send the tape of this podcast to Greg Popovich. And then I think that's what gets us dinner with him. All right. How about this? Before we go, mm-hmm. how are we going to party? If the Knicks if win? If the Knicks win. I'll stay out till 4 a.m. I'll okay. try it. Yeah, let's it, do it. It'll probably suck, but I'll do it. I'll yeah. do it. Let's buy like the whole, let's buy it. Let's buy jerseys. Sure. <laughs> This is like Knicks jerseys for no reason. I'll buy that ugly one with the goes in a circle. The one that says New York never city that never sleeps or a city never sleeps or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New York City never sleeps. New York City never sleeps or whatever it says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an ugly jersey. 
It is but a I'll buy jersey. It. You should buy it. All right. Um, you got anything else to say? No. All right, cool. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. Be sure to rate and review us on your podcast app of choice. Please, please send a link to a friend. Tell them, tell them it's a good podcast. Maybe they'll believe you. And then they'll listen to it. And then they'll be like, wow, you were right. What a great podcast. What an incredible couple of guys. Full of charisma. Charming. Absolutely 100% right on the, all of their predictions about New York and the Knicks. Um, and I love them. And I'll have them over for dinner. And also your friend is Coach Popovich. Hmm. Please. Um, but really, share. Share. It helps the podcast. Shout out to Baxter Holmes, writer of the ESPN article, Michelin Restaurants for Fabulous Wines, inside the secret team dinners that have built the Spurs dynasty. Baxter, don't get canceled. Shout you out <laughs> a lot. Um, all right, last call. Anything you want to say? Uh, no, but in the words of the Bing Bong guy, Bing Bong. Bing Bong, everybody. New York Knicks. Thanks for listening. Bye.